Welcome to the Pause Purpose Play podcast with me, Michaela Thomas, clinical psychologist, couples therapist, and founder of The Thomas Connection. I help high-striving busy people let go of the pressure of perfection to create more joy, connection, and compassion in their lives. On this podcast, we promote balance of a burnout through giving you the permission to pause, the curiosity to find your purpose, and the courage to play. Welcome back to the Pause Purpose Play podcast with me, Michaela Thomas. Today I want to talk about something that is very popular at this time of year, New Year's resolutions. If you're tuning in in January, you might have had that feeling of waking up with anxiety on New Year's Day thinking that you should change and be different because new year, new you, right? Have you been sucked into this motivation to change everything about yourself because maybe you overate a bit around Christmas? Maybe you feel bad about fighting with your relatives? There's so much pressure to be perfect in our society. You should have the perfect job which you love all the time with the perfect career progression and perfectly rewarding pay. You should have a perfectly styled home, which you snap perfect pictures of for Instagram and Pinterest. You should have a perfect partner who always treats you right and you always are perfectly in love with. You should make some perfect babies with this partner and they should sleep through the night and not act like babies at all. Because that's not perfect. Together you have perfect family times where nobody argues ever. Doing all this, you should also look perfect. You should be in perfect shape and tell everyone what perfect exercise you do and how you don't eat junk food ever. Ever, ever, ever. And it's all organic, of course. It's a new year, but you are still you. With all your quirks and imperfections, with all your flaws and mistakes, with your mood swings and your bad habits of reading on the toilet and eating the last of something without putting it on the shopping list. That won't change in a heartbeat when the clock strikes midnight and a new year begins like some sort of inverted Cinderella story, turning the pumpkin into a luxurious carriage whisking you off to the ball. You are still you. It's time to learn to be okay with the you that you are, rather than trying to get rid of everything about you. I get so annoyed with the New Year movement as a psychologist that I almost don't want to post about it at all on social media. And I'm almost reluctant to record this episode, knowing it's so topical that in six months from now, when it's June... You may not listen to this at all. And I'm okay with that. I just really need to get on my soapbox about this. We get pushed to lose weight and restrict and all sorts of mean things, fueled by a passionate unkindness towards ourselves, like one of my clients used to say. Now that means that some of the quite helpful messaging around healthy habit forming gets diluted at this time of year by the motivation behind it to punish and restrict rather than to nurture and nourish. New Year's Day is in the middle of winter as well, when our motivation is at a low point. The New Year is a time for quiet contemplation and coziness, not radical changes and pressure. It's cold, you've just had a lot of stress around the holidays, maybe returning to work after a period off. Now is not the best time to make vast and radical changes, which you won't stick to. Because being a psychologist means being a scientist practitioner translating research into practical tips for the general public, 
I've dug out a couple of research articles I think you should be aware of. And we'll weigh that into the consideration around New Year's resolutions. So this, in this first piece of research, researchers Oskar Sean Karlbring and Sean Rosenthal found in 2020 when they studied New Year's resolution in over a thousand people, they found that a year after the New Year's resolution was set, about 58% of the participants felt that they had succeeded in meeting the goal, if they had approach-oriented goals. So that's things we want to start doing or adding into our lives, things we want to approach. Those who had avoidance-oriented goals got a 47% success rate. And that might mean getting rid of something and moving away from something in life that we don't want to have, like weight loss, wanting to get rid of weight. Those who had support in meeting their goals generally did better than those without. So what that means is that when you set a goal which is about adding something fulfilling and rewarding into your life, like taking up a new sport, that might be more helpful rather than saying, I want to get rid of 10 pounds. Then consider the second study by researchers Powers, Kostner and Topicu from 2005, which found that people who are self-critical and perfectionistic tend to be significantly worse at reaching their personal goals when they set them as an implementation intention. So implementation intention might mean setting a nearest resolution because you're intending to do something. So setting a good intention at the beginning of the year isn't likely to get you to the finish line after 12 months if you combine it with unrealistic expectations and pressure on yourself, as well as beating yourself up for any mistakes along the way. So if you are tuning in because you do have high standards for yourself, maybe bordering on perfectionistic or unrealistic pressure, then really tune into that piece of research that actually that makes it harder for you to meet those goals. So consider what kind of goal or resolution you may have set yourself already. Is it about approaching or avoiding something? Do you have support in making this new change happen in your life? Have you set the bar way too high because of perfectionistic tendencies? Are you likely to beat yourself up if you fail? Considering that even with support, it's about 50-50 if you'll meet your resolution or not. So be kind to yourself and step away from the harsh resolutions, my friend. If you are going to make a resolution, because I can't stop you, make it a promise to be kinder to yourself. Set a small and manageable intention to improve your health using something like Dr. Chatterjee's Feel Better in Five book. Five minute changes here and there are more helpful than a vast and all-encompassing diet or exercise regime, which research shows that a quarter of you will drop after a week anyway. So as always, do try to take care of yourself. At this time of year, even more so, when you see all this pressure to be perfect, all of these vast intentions and resolutions set by other people, which might be destined to fail because they're set too high. Tune in to yourself. What do you actually really need at this time of year? Do you need to cut yourself some slack? Do you need to spend some time trying to think about what's important to you? What matters to you? What you want out of 2022? Then think about values rather than goals. Think about what's going to be meaningful for you. What you reflected on from the previous year of 2021. What have you taken away as helpful? And what may even be harmful. So that, my friend, is what I want you to consider. 
not harsh, unrealistic goals, but connecting with your values to live a more meaningful life that is fulfilling for you. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. I know it's not easy when you feel busy and overwhelmed to find time for another thing to do. If this is you, if you feel overwhelmed or that you are close to your breaking point, then I've got a downloadable checklist for you that's going to help. This checklist is called Calm the Overwhelm. The first section has signs and symptoms of you being overwhelmed mentally or physically, showing you that you might be close to breaking point or burning out. The second part is actionable, easy things you can do to try to slow down and give yourself a break. And the third part is a checklist of all the things that might show up when you're asking yourself to take a break. Perhaps your inner critical voice will have an opinion about why you're not allowed to give yourself the permission to pause. To download this free resource, go to www.thethomasconnection.co.uk forward slash calm. So that's thethomasconnection.co.uk forward slash calm. This episode of the Pause Purpose Play podcast was presented by me, Michaela Thomas. And you can find me on thethomasconnection.co.uk. And because great work rests on having a great team, this episode was kindly edited by Emily Crosby Media. <laughs>